Hello, Arlene Petway here. Welcome to the Christpirations podcast. Miracles are overrated. You didn't hear wrong. I said it. Miracles are overrated. Let me explain. A miracle is a surprising and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific law and is therefore considered to be a work of a divine agency. The strong inference is that miracles are supernatural and come from God. If miracles are real and are still happening today, they have strong implications for all of us. When something is overrated, it doesn't live up to its reputation or hype surrounding it. But why do I say miracles are overrated? First of all, let me say, and I wanna tell you that I believe in miracles. I know they still happen today. I am a miracle. And if we were to examine your life really closely, I'm sure that a case could be made that you are one too. However, I believe in some circles, too much emphasis is put on miracles. Many people believe the only way that the power of God is manifested is through miracles, signs, and wonders. This was the same in Jesus' day. People were hungry for miracles. People were constantly asking Jesus for signs to prove that he was who he said he was. On one occasion, Jesus said this, only an evil, adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign. But the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. Then Jesus left them and went away. Signs and miracles are evidences to our senses that the supernatural exists, that God exists. But God never wanted these to be the basis of our belief. Hebrews 11.1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.6 says, For without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, not miracles. But Jesus worked many, many miracles, and his disciples worked many, many miracles too. So what is the purpose of these miracles? In my reading and study this morning in Luke 23, 6-11, I discovered two things. First of all, miracles don't necessarily change the condition of someone's heart. You can receive a miracle from God and remain the same. And God doesn't want any of us to remain the same. I'll say that again. God doesn't want any of us to remain the same. I'll read it. Oh, is he a Galilean? Pilate asked. When they said that he was, Pilate sent him to Herod Antipas, because Galilee was under Herod's jurisdiction, and Herod happened to be in Jerusalem at the time. Herod was delighted at the opportunity to see Jesus because he had heard about him, and had been hoping for a long time to see him perform a miracle. He asked Jesus question after question, but Jesus refused to answer. Meanwhile, the leading priest and the teachers of religious law stood there shouting their accusations. Then Herod and his soldiers began mocking and ridiculing Jesus. Finally, they put a royal robe on him 
and send him back to Pilate. Herod wanted to see a miracle. He was all hyped up about it. He finally got to see this man that everybody was talking about, the worker of miracles. He wasn't concerned about Jesus' case. He didn't want to know him as Messiah or King because as far as he was concerned, he was the King. He just wanted him to work some kind of miracle as if Jesus was some kind of magician, but Jesus would not. Herod had no desire for truth or to conform to truth. He had John the Baptist in his ear for years telling him the truth, and he rewarded him by having his head cut off. He didn't want to hear from another holy man. He just wanted to see signs, wonders, and miracles. Some people are like that today. They don't want Jesus' standard for living. They want, don't want to listen to his words. They just want to see the miracles. The second thing I discovered is that God has a purpose for signs, wonders, and miracles. They are not an end to a means, but a means to an end. I read this in Matthew eleven twenty one. 21. It says, what sorrow awaits you, Chorazin and Bethsaida? For the miracles I did in you had been done in wicked Tyre and Sidon. Their people would have repented of their sins long ago, clothing themselves in burlap and throwing ashes on their head to show their remorse. I had to read this a few times. Looks to be clear from me, uh, to me from this scripture that the Lord performed and is still performing miracles to turn hearts to him in repentance. That's the purpose. What good is it if a person gets healed from a disease and doesn't acknowledge that God healed him? What is the point to someone receiving a miraculous breakthrough and that they don't run back to God who broke him or her through? Think of the 10 lepers who came to Jesus crying out for him to heal them and they were all healed, but only one came back to thank him. Only one came back to acknowledge him. Jesus said, as wicked as Tyre and Sidon were, if they saw the miracles that he performed, they would have fallen to their face. They would have ran to God. My conclusion is this, that the real purpose for miracle signs and wonders is for people to see God and his power and to turn to him. The end goal should be salvation in the lives of people, which is what God calls power. If we're talking about power, Romans 1:16, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation. Do you realize there's no greater miracle than a life changed by God's power when one is born again? No greater miracle. Are miracles and signs important? Yep, they are. Does God work miracles today? Yes, he does. Do they have a purpose in our lives? They sure do. To show the world that God is who he says he is and that their hearts will be turned to him. Anything else is overrated.